I have a long history at UT. I was a graduate student here and started my study in 2006. And when I came here to radio, television, film, which is where I got my degree in, there was no LGBT classes at the time. And as someone who was queer themselves and really passionate about LGBT politics and representation, it was really important to change that for me. That was Curran Null. He's an assistant professor at the University of Texas who co-created the university's first queer media studies class in 2008. Today, he uses his classroom to create the spaces he wished he had in college, so students have the opportunity to safely explore their identities. I'm teaching a queer TV undergraduate class, which kind of came out of that original queer media class. It's been very, for me, an honor to be able to bring that work to RTF to create a kind of space for LGBT voices and identities and issues to be discussed in the classroom that didn't exist before. And now it feels like there's a home. And so that's exciting for me to have been able to kind of see that space develop. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Moody Talks, a podcast that seeks extraordinary stories in ordinary places. I'm your host, Austin Martinez. Today, we're talking to students and faculty members about their experiences in exploring their unique identities on a college campus. College, it's a growth period in life when we are invited to pursue dreams and pull all-nighters to make them come true. College, well, it's also a special place where students have the opportunity to learn about themselves and their various identities. I would like you to meet Hunter Bergfeld. They're the co-director of the Queer and Trans Student Alliance. They're also a senior studying radio, television, and film, women's and gender studies, and anthropology. Hunter says college has been an opportunity to genuinely express themselves and find a system of support. There's so, so, so many people in college that for the first times are allowing themselves to be themselves, to express themselves, to love themselves. And being in this space with so many people who are sort of going on that same journey really allows you to explore yourself because you know that's what other people are doing as well. Before coming to UT, Hunter never participated in LGBTQ plus organizations or activities. Coming to campus provided them with safe spaces to meet other students who share similar experiences. When I think about when sort of my self-growth has started, it definitely has all started in college. And for me in high school, I was closeted for most of high school. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of queer students. And when they come to college, it's the first time that they have this freedom, but they have this lack of restriction where they're able to explore themselves. So to be in a space around queer college students that are sort of feeling a similar way is oftentimes very special. RTF Associate Professor PJ Raval says a pivotal move in creating safer and more inclusive spaces for the LGBTQ community on campus would be institutionalizing queer course content, such as providing LGBTQ studies with its own department. LGBTQ studies 
was not something that I was taught in college, at least not formally. I like to joke and say I'm a self-taught queer, <laughs> which means, uh, you know, my interests largely rest upon my own experience and my own interests. So I envy the kids now who, when I look at the course lineups and see amazing courses like queer media studies or even courses like trans television, like things like that did not exist when I was in college. Raval says a major part in providing support and representation to LGBTQ plus students is ensuring they can see leaders on campus that relate to them. I think we've also heard the phrase, you have to see it to be it. So I think it's really important to also see LGBTQ plus individuals in positions of leadership, especially at the university. So I do think it's important for a student to see a TA that is openly queer, a professor. It'd be great to see if there was a dean or a provost or the president of a university who openly identified as gay or lesbian or even trans. It's important to think across the board, not just at the student level in terms of embracing a culture and supporting a culture. To find supportive communities on campus, Hunter recommends participating in LGBTQ plus spaces like the Queer and Trans Student Alliance and the Gender and Sexuality Center. They said students should also take advantage of the many welcoming spaces the city of Austin has to offer. Something really important is just finding an affirming space where people understand what you're going through and care about what you're going through and are supportive. I was able to like in these affirming spaces have so much growth because I was able to understand myself a lot more. I was able to love myself a lot more in these different spaces. And I continue to see that growth. Isaac James is a junior studying government and LGBTQ studies and is a board director for Glisten Austin, a nonprofit that provides affirming spaces for LGBTQ plus students in K-12 education. Isaac works with Hunter on the President's Advisory Committee on LGBTQIA plus initiatives to advise the UT President on how to make the campus more welcoming for students and faculty. The two have advocated for gender-inclusive housing and adding an ex-gender marker to university identification systems to make the college experience more inclusive to all students, including those who don't identify in the male and female gender binary. Isaac tells me that being a college student provides a special opportunity to meet other students who can help you grow, support, and explore one's identities. There are just so many different students with so many different identities and backgrounds and experiences that really help you put in perspective who you are and what you want to get out of your relationships and your education at UT. College is such a unique time where it's just focused on your personal growth and educational development. Classmates and people you go to school with are some of the most powerful resources for changing you and like helping you grow and turn into a better person. By listening to and learning from many perspectives, we can develop and deepen our diversity of skills, talents, and activities. By supporting others and sustaining their spirits, we grow ourselves. Having that close sense of connection with people who don't look like you, don't have the same identity as you, but have still experienced something that you've experienced, creates a powerful support system for you to grow and explore. We all kind of learn from each other and grow together. 
Now, during the COVID-19 pandemic, it can be more difficult to connect with other students and have the freedom to explore one's identities, Isaac says. He also says he misses meeting people at the Gender and Sexuality Center, a place he considers to be a safe and affirming space on campus. You can't show up to the Gender and Sexuality Center and grab a pamphlet or talk to the person at the front desk. So it definitely forces you to make more of a cognizant effort to reach out to people or sign up for something or make an appointment somewhere. Having that lack of human connection can make it really hard to really embrace your identity exploration process. The last thing I'm focused on right now is me. Although I like should, I, it's most of my time has been stressing about the news or like trying to stay busy so I, I don't just sit around all day. Identity exploration has been put on pause, Isaac says, because many students are quarantined at home with their families. Especially for students in K-12 education, having to be home and during this phase where a lot of people do come to terms with their sexuality, specifically high school, it's really hard to talk about issues related to the LGBTQ plus community. You got to be really safe if you're talking about it with friends in your room on Zoom so your parents don't overhear. I think that's a common experience that a lot of people are experiencing right now. That also applies to college students. I remember taking a WGS class last semester, and there were some students in the class who couldn't, like, didn't want to openly disclose or discuss issues related to the LGBTQ community in their bedroom, or they had to be quiet on a certain day because their parents don't like them talking about it. So I think it totally depends on the family, but in worst case scenarios, it can put the identity exploration at a stop or at least not encourage it as much as it should be encouraged. For Hunter, self-distancing at home has provided them with a unique opportunity to learn more about themselves and reflect on their exploration process. Especially early on in the pandemic, we were sort of, for me at least, there was a lot of aloneness. I was just by myself and I had a lot of time to get to know myself. Even though I was already asking myself questions about gender before the pandemic had started, I really feel like the process of answering those questions has been accelerated due to being isolated. And I've talked to other people too who have realized that they were bi or queer or gay in the pandemic because having the space and being in this quarantine has really forced people to be alone with themselves and to get to know themselves in ways that they've never done or been able to do before. Hunter says they worry about students who are at home surrounded by families that aren't accepting of the LGBTQ plus community. College is often liberating time. It's so hard to do that when you're light under the roof of your parents, especially if your parents are not the most affirming or accepting. So I just hope that students are able to find ways to express themselves and to be themselves and to love themselves within the confines of their parents' homes. Isaac admits there are challenges being part of the LGBTQ plus community. However, he is inspired to use what privileges he has to help make campus more inclusive for others. For me personally, a white cisgender gay guy, it's been pretty inclusive. But for the LGBTQ plus community as a whole, I don't think so. It's my job to use my privilege and my positions in student orgs and student leadership to give back to the LGBTQ community and make sure that I'm actively working to support students who are less privileged and more marginalized than myself. That doesn't mean co-opting their issues and fighting on their behalf, but like working with them and amplifying voices. Meet Assistant Professor Kermit Chavez, 
who is the department chair of Mexican-American and Latina-Latino studies. She says safe and affirming spaces for LGBTQ students and faculty of color are essential. I'm a huge believer that people of color, Black folks, Indigenous folks, however you want to make those cuts, we need spaces that are just for us that we don't always have to be face-to-face with white folks and that there's nothing wrong with that. That's not racist. That's not self-isolating. That's actually survival. And I think that is even potentially more so with queer folks. They're uh, places where you can actually relax and be yourself, talk about experiences without being questioned, and uh, find ways to thrive. Chavez says students of color tend to experience unique stresses when exploring their gender and sexuality, such as financial barriers and underrepresentation in media. Anyone who is economically disadvantaged is going to struggle to get some of these interventions, particularly around gender-affirming surgeries or hormone therapy, these kinds of things. And because poverty is racialized in the United States, that burden is going to fall disproportionately on people of color and students of color. The media representation that we see of trans and queer people, it's all white or it's predominantly white. We also know that the process of things like coming out is different for communities of color. And it's not because communities of color are more homophobic or or backwards or something. It's often that we have different relationships to our families. Like Null and Raval, Chavez is an LGBTQ studies faculty affiliate where they plan and promote LGBTQ plus events and courses on campus. Chavez says providing spaces for LGBTQ plus research, support, and community is just as important to faculty as it is for students. I'm really excited to be an affiliate of it because it's the only such program in the state of Texas, and it brings visibility to the LGBT community in important ways that maybe we don't always see in the state of Texas. Historically, in institutions like universities, you had to keep that part of yourself to yourself. Basically, there wasn't a lot of space for you to be out. And it's really been only in the last 15 years or so that you can really be out and feel some sense of safety. It's important to have a single place that can affirm both faculty and student identity, but also research interests. With a variety of resources for LGBTQ plus students and faculty members, Nolt says he has seen much progress in the representation of the community on campus. He says students have played a large role in creating a more inclusive learning environment due to their constant advocacy and hunger for more LGBTQ plus discussions in classrooms. Especially for LGBT culture, everything has been changing very rapidly within the past 10 years, like the language that people use, the ways in which we are understanding gender identity, right, and the inclusiveness within the kind of LGBTQ big umbrella. And all of that is coming from the youth are really sort of changing and challenging how everyone, I think, is thinking about gender and sexuality. Nolt's intention with his classes was to create safe learning spaces on campus, but he says he's surprised by the many opportunities his students bring him to explore his own identities. In a lot of ways, It's a reciprocal relationship with me and my students, right? Where I'm teaching them a lot of the history and the ways in which these issues have been discussed. And they're always also teaching me about how things are changing like on the ground right now in terms of kind of youth culture around LGBT issues. 
one of those students who actively starts conversations about the LGBTQ plus community is junior Thasneem Islam, who is a co-chair for the President's Council on LGBTQIA plus initiatives. Studying women's and gender studies and plan two, Thasneem says she'd like to see more non-LGBTQ focused classes bring the community to light in their content. Paving a career around inclusivity in healthcare, Thasneem says promoting awareness of LGBTQ plus issues provides a necessary perspective for students in their studies. I would just like encourage like all professors to incorporate some type of race and gender and sexuality like identities in like all of their topics. And also something as simple as like being inclusive within your classrooms, just putting your pronouns up, like especially with Zoom. Like the research that I'm helping out on is like something that I want to like continue pursuing. Not just like research, but also tangibly writing more trainings and more education, more conversations. For healthcare, it's like life or death. So there's no room for error. Like if you mess up, like you could hurt someone or they could feel like they don't have the support. Like Hunter, Dasneem didn't feel comfortable joining LGBTQ plus organizations before coming to UT. While searching for uplifting spaces on campus, Dasneem found her home in the Queer and Trans People of Color Agency, or QTPACA, at the Multicultural Engagement Center. Now serving as a co-director for QTPACA's Queer Trans Leadership Institute, Dasneem promotes safe and loving spaces for LGBTQ plus students of color. I feel like in any majority white space, there's going to be some type of racism or or like anti-blackness, whether it's like implicit or explicit. But when I'm in like Kitipaka, like Kitipaka, obviously there is going to be implicit biases still, but it's still a much more comfortable, supportive, safe-ish space rather than those like majority white queer and trans orgs. Students like Thasneem, Hunter, and Isaac will continue to fight for social justice. But more importantly, they have each found a supportive community that encourages their safety and exploration. It definitely means a lot. I guess like it just feels like my normal life now at this point, where it just feels like my friends, my family, my communities, they're like mainly QT BIPOC people. It just feels like I'm home. It always should have been this way. I always should have felt this way. But I'm just glad that I have people that I have now.